This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I know we've probably talked about this before, but the best part of that whole thing was I was talking mad shit to everybody in line. Mad shit. Like... (laughs) Like the worst case scenario. I was talking to everybody. They're like, "What do you got done in your truck?" I'm like, "Everything." <laughs> you name it. Point out a part. It's after. <laughs> like we did it. So <laughs> this is like one of the most embarrassing, but freaking hilarious. I wish I, I wish I could have seen that. Like I, <laughs> when I, saw I was in it the happen, pits. Yeah. Like, yeah, I wanted to see you just like lay it on thick to everybody. Yeah. Oh, dude. I was like, dude. I got everything done. Especially because like I could see how the I, like, my confidence level was through the roof. I was yeah. like, I got freaking ARB lockers. I got freaking aftermarket rear axle. I've got like everything done. There's like nothing that can I'm go geared. wrong. I'm, I'm geared. I'm on 15.5 wide. 40s. 40s. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, let's go. Yeah. Pop, pop. <laughs> like, oh, the embarrassment just hit me. Yeah. Hardcore. And I can just... Because <laughs> you got up to the starting line, and <laughs> didn't Lenny was like, what, uh, what are you going to do? I'm like, I have no idea. He's like, okay, uh, put it in four-wheel drive, put it in third. Yeah. Four. Okay. okay. All right. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. So I had originally forgotten what the intro to this uh, episode was going to be, and luckily Tyler took a very luxurious sip of his barley juice into the microphone yeah. and it jogged my memory. <laughs> So one of the things that's been cracking me up lately uh, when I review our podcast yeah. is, you know, the while we all know what barley juice is, yeah. we don't say what it actually is just in case there's any sort of connotation of what we are consuming during the episode. Plausible deniability, right, guys? It's barley juice. Well, yeah, and uh, these barley juice suppliers are not sponsoring the podcast exactly so. and so like whenever i go to refill my cup 
I always like come down here so you don't see me at my cup pouring the other one. <laughs> on the last like four or five episodes, the camera's out so far you can totally see me under the table pouring it. <laughs> well, <laughs> Corey's been Corey's been great. When I need a refill, like I had a a can, <laughs> <laughs> and it was over it was over there, and uh, I, I hear I was like talking to you, and I hear a. I was like, oh, Corey's drinking something cool. Like, right on. And I look over and he's like filling my cup up. I'm like, my man. Oh, man. I'm over here in no man's land filling my own beers like yeah. freaking pleb over here. Like a peasant you are. Peasant. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you everybody for tuning in. This is Ben and Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast coming at you from Spokane, Washington. Uh, make sure and check us out on all your normal podcast avenues that's google play soundcloud soundcloud itunes spotify anywhere that you listen to podcasts you can find us on there by searching america's diesel podcast you can also find us on youtube that's probably one of the best ways tyler just hit me with his pointer (laughs) for some reason tyler felt the need to bring a pointer to this i've been using this point i'm training someone today (laughs) and so i um yeah i uh i use this so i don't reach across people i can just point and I was like, you know what? We've just established quite the relationship today. I'm like, I'm bringing it in to do one thing, and you'll see it in a second. Okay. And it's not smack Ben with it, but even it. though I want to. Thinking yeah! With, just thinking with your dipstick, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you want to chime in and leave a comment on an episode, YouTube is probably one of the best places to do that. You can find us on there by searching, wait for it, America's Diesel Podcast. Uh, this is, uh, actually, I don't know what number episode is coming out, but... Yes, uh, Tyler, reviews. Yeah, reviews. Oh, yeah. You leave a review on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned earlier. Screenshot, five-star review specifically. Screenshot that and send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure you include a picture of your truck and an address that we can send a sticker to that looks just like that. That's the only reason why I brought this today. That's it. Nice work. That's it. What are these cups? Yeah. You know what this is? Is it an antenna from a Honda? Yeah. <laughs> I remember when you brought that in. <laughs> well, I, it broke off and I because I, I, I retracted and threw it in so many times mm-hmm. that it just kind of went... I guess that's uh, safe to say that... Uh, but it's a perfect pointer because it's you, got a little... It's got a ball right in front of it. Okay. Done with the pointer. All right. Uh, bro- I broke up with you. Lastly, if you need parts for your diesel pickup, make sure and check out dieselpowerproducts.com. We have phone sales techs on the phones, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday. They are there to answer your questions and get you set up with the parts you need ASAP. Uh, Also, if you're browsing the website and you see an item that you're interested in and it has a quick ship logo, that means it is in stock, ready to rock. Get the order placed. Our shipping cutoffs are 1 p.m. Pacific time. Make sure you get the order placed before then if you need to get it fast. Uh, no need to call in and check stock on those things. Again, we, we have people dedicated just to making sure those things are accurate right now. So you see that quick ship logo, bam, place the order, get it going. Uh, as I mentioned before, questions, shoot our sales techs a call. They will get you taken care of. Uh, we also have the chat feature on the website, which is being handled by our OG sales tech, Ashford West. Stats came out today, and he has been absolutely murdering the chat game. Very proud of him doing that. Um, oh, if you are placing an order over the phone or online, and you are a podcast listener, because obviously you're listening to this, in the order notes section, write podcast, or if you're, telling, if you're on the phone, let them know you're a podcast listener. Uh, now, this is all about money and like that, but that lets us, the big guys know that are paying for all the equipment here that people that listen to this are buying stuff. Yeah. At the end of the day, money makes the world go round, and uh, barter juice ain't free. 
No. Unless there is a sponsor out there that makes barley juice that would like it to be free for us, and then we can say something else besides barley juice, insert your name here. Yeah. Coors. <laughs> that sounded good. Just yeah, saying. Just, just saying. Hey, All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The You've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are, they have, you know, anti-gel in there all the time. They have cetane in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons. And that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates, too. Should definitely help you in colder climates, it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. Today's episode, this comes directly from an Instagram request that we had. Uh, so month or so, that's probably like two months now. <laughs> Actually, no, it was last year. <laughs> Whoops. Time flies, man. Yeah. Um we put out a, a request out there at a post and, and people actually lit it up. There was like over 85 comments on there wow. of people, you know, suggesting topics. So I've been slowly kind of going through picking them off one by one. And this particular one I, I had on the list and I honestly kind of forgot about it. And this will tell you what kind of person I am when it comes to picking podcast topics. This person uh, actually ended up because we're friends on Instagram. We were messaging back and forth and we were talking about other stuff. And he's like, when the hell are you going to answer my question? I was like, oh shit, man, I'm sorry. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> which one was it? He's like, it's the one about first impressions. I was like, done. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's on my list to do. I just, it, it's, I was like, well, shit, all right. Well, Slip through the cracks. It's you, all right. You basically, I mean, we've been answering. I was like, well, you call me out, so now I'm going to answer it. So yeah. here you go, buddy. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. I was per your request. Yeah. So his question, Okay. And I'm going to paraphrase a little bit here, um, but what truck, and I'm going to say truck just because we all like trucks. I'm going to, hopefully it's a diesel, but it doesn't actually have to be a diesel. All minor diesel. I'm just throwing that out there. What truck when it was new or like the first time you saw it had the biggest impact on you and that could be when you were a kid when you're an adult anything like that just what truck just kind of seemed to have that like it just melted your face off um i'm gonna go first because i know i've talked about it for before so i kind of want to get that out there because yeah. so, if i don't i'm gonna ramble on it okay um but you've heard me talk before about like i had a ranger when I was, and this is the Ranger's not my pick, even though it was one of my favorite trucks. Yeah, uh, I had a Ranger, and like the night after, the the week after I bought it, I thought I was hot shit because it was faster than any other truck I'd had at that point. And this is like 2004, five ish, something like that. Rancho Cordova, California, cruising Sun Sunrise Boulevard, and I got absolutely smoked by a diesel. On at that point, to me they looked like 40s, but I'm sure they were probably just like 35s or 37s. Mm -hmm. It was the early 2000s. People were not rolling on the street on 40s yet, right. regularly at least. Um, and he just absolutely just 
just took me to Gapplebee's, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that's when I instantly had that moment. And you've heard me say it before, but like nothing that big should be that fast. Right. That does not add up. I messed up. I'm buying this truck. I need one of those. And yeah. that was my first start. And I didn't even know what it was. I just knew it was a Ford and it went fast. And I was like, yeah. damn, homie, I want that. So that was that was it. That that was my <laughs> that was my first like I've got two. And it was I'm I'm pretty sure that was a seven three. It could have been a six oh, might yeah. have been a seven three. I don't know. I just remember it was loud as shit. Yeah. And it made my pants tight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I've got two. Okay. First one, my dad bought a brand new I am pretty sure it was a two thousand four and a half, but he bought it in, you know, two thousand four. Uh Ram twenty five hundred. Crew cab, short bed. Uh, silver, mm-hmm. nice truck. Um, it's like the, I think it's probably the, I want to say the first or second brand new truck that I saw that my, my dad had. Cause I, I can't remember if his, cause my dad had a, uh, a Chevy 1500 for a little while. And I can't remember if that was brand new or not. I'm pretty sure that one was brand new too. And that's what he like traded in on, on, on this O4. Mm-hmm. Funny story about that truck. Um, so my dad had it for a while and well, Let's back up. So I was, at that time, I was 14 years old. Um, and I was real into, I think I was, well, I know what I was into. I was into like muscle cars and classic cars, like heavy. Like my first car is a 1963 Ford Fairlane two-door post with a 302 and a four-speed. Um, so I was like real heavy into like the, so I didn't even make the decision that like I wanted to be in diesel at that time. Mm. <clears throat> but just being a, you know, 14-year-old kid doesn't know a lot of, a lot of shit. Um, the first thing that caught my eye on that truck was the size of the exhaust, like the back. I was like, Oh my God, I could fit my head in there. It's so big. Yeah. Like that must mean it has like so much power. <laughs> like it's I, same. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, um, I remember there's this one time my dad, let me drive it. Cause my, my, my dad was, um, really particular with his, with his vehicles. Mm-hmm. Like don't lift anything in the back of the bed because you're going to scratch it, you know, which is, I, I, um, I value nowadays, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. back in the day, you're like, come on, dad. Like, you know, what it's a you, truck. It's a tr- yeah. Right. But you do, you just don't, when you're a kid, you don't understand the value of things and how much things cost and that sort of thing. Um, it, it, so, you know, he was kind of, I don't want to say stingy, but he just particular with his, with his, with his truck. Mm-hmm. So the first time he let me drive it, I remember I was, I think I was picking up my sister from the movie theater in Wandermere and he let me drive that truck. And I was just like, Oh my God, this thing is so awesome. I'm like, I feel so cool right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one that got me and you guys are probably going to freaking laugh at me and make fun of me. It was a six Oh Ford. So, yeah, don't get that look on your face. Like, ah, yeah. ha, ha. if you're listening, I just, if there was a definition or a picture for shit eating grin. Yeah. Ben's got it. That um, was it. so, uh, real good friends of mine that I'm still friends with to this day. Um, they actually own a shop here in town and the, the, the truck that I'm going to talk about specifically is still in their family. Their daughter owns it. Oh, that's awesome. Which is cool. And I just went over to their house last night to pick up a treadmill for Cass. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, uh, um, I remember driving in this truck and, uh, with, I think I want to say my buddy was driving it and we were towing a trailer and, and he had this thing kind of tuned up a little bit. Um, and I remember like, I want to say it was like on Crestline and Francis 
and like we took off from the light there and we were shredded the tires off the back of this truck with a trailer and i was just like wow like uh, what <laughs> like this thing just, and that's that's what kind of tipped the tipped it for me for like diesel performance mm-hmm. i was probably six, 16 17 years old and uh yeah that's what was i yeah yeah 16 17 years old and that's what just kind of just cemented it for me like this is what i want to do like we can you can make a truck like this move like that and burn the tires off with a trailer epic yeah epic like where do i sign (laughs) but then i you know then i shortly found out about six old ports and i was like oh nope 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 nope. (laughs) don't want that one (laughs) (laughs) no it was a great truck for for them like i said they still have it to this day which is cool Mm -hmm. um but uh but yeah those two trucks so the it may it, like that reminds me of a another so we're going to kind of move on as far as like like the first ones now it's like why the, don't we just talk about our first diesel trucks shit okay yeah well okay we're going to get to that let's finish okay. this segment real okay. quick here though because <laughs> i had a couple other things to go with that segment so you know as far as like the first one that made the biggest impact on you i got mine on there i think the the next one is going to be like is there a current truck that really like when it came out just absolutely blew your mind for me it was the when the 17 power stroke when it's yeah. body style so lily um and the big thing for me on there was just the, the i like the look of it the vertical badging i had a hard time with yeah the vertical badging i, I had to learn to love yeah <laughs> uh but the the thing that really sold me on it was the interior yeah as much as i love the 11 to 16 trucks and I think the interior is great. Like, don't get me wrong. I had no problem with them. The 17 and up just felt so much better. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I feel like they finally, like they, not fine. I've always liked Ford interiors, period, no matter what. But the 17s, I feel like the 11 to 16s, they were kind of like, okay, we can make this really nice. But they kind of for, forgot what a truck was. Yeah. Like, it was still good. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not harping on by any means. But like in 17, they kind of went, you know, kept it more truck-ish if you will and i know you're thinking okay. like there's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of amenities in there and whatnot i get that but more so i'm talking like the the seat to arm ratio like that kind of stuff and, and for me i've just i've always fit in ford trucks yeah i've driven third gens i've, I've driven second gens and just and i'm not trying to say like i just my body just ain't built for it yeah. i don't know what it is but <laughs> right. I, I always fit in fords like you put me in anything else even the durango i had just, I just, just right I just don't feel it you know yeah yeah, yeah. But uh, I, f- I felt like they had that back on the on the seventeen body style. Yeah, you, you have a, a well one that. Uh, so like the new trucks, I you know, I'll be honest with you, I had a hard time with the uh, uh, fifth, fifth, well fourth and fifth gen Rams. <laughs> Honestly, from the beginning, I, I like the fifth gens better. I like what they did with the front end mm-hmm. better. Um, but it, it, I. When I think about like new trucks, I I always think of it from the perspective of could, can I own that, and that's how I know that's how I think it's it, if it's cool if it's something that's reachable for me to actually own. <laughs> and so like looking at new trucks for a while was like oh that's unreachable like that that's too expensive of a truck like there's no way I'm gonna buy that truck, so I can't get as ex- excited about it I guess mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so I. You know, I, I really, I, I really like the new Fords. I really do. I love the body style. I love the interiors in them. I love the way they feel. They feel like a, a big burly truck. Um, but I ended up with a Ram, and honestly, and which, 
again, I, I, you know, I'm a Cummins guy through and through. Like, I, I just love that engine. That's what I've pretty much only owned, um, short of one, six five, well, and an eco diesel. But, um, but yeah, it's just one of those things that kind of just fell into place. The price point was there. I like the look of the fifth gen Rams, um, and it fit the bill. So that was, you know, a, a six seven four was kind of out of my out of my price range when I was looking. Before we get too far out, I posed this question to Corey, our one of our podcast behind the scenes guys here, sales guy. If you've called in, you may have talked to Corey. Uh, his answer was the uh, remember the, the MXT. The NXT. M. MXT? Yeah. Like a Mazda? It was an international. Like an MX5? No. <laughs> Remember, like, the biggest production? Like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a Kodiak kind of a thing. Yeah, but cooler. But cooler. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, he mentioned that one too. I was like, is that the one that everybody was, like, giving Ashton Kutcher shit about for having? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> You're talking, like, a big, like, a medium-duty truck. Yeah, with okay. a bed on it. Gotcha. Okay. And they basically okay. made them for, like, consumer use. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, yeah, regular yeah. people use. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, now, third part of this question okay. is, is there a truck that's, or a, one of the big three that when it does come out, like you think it's going to melt your face off? Like, If Ram gets their head out of their ass for transmissions, that's going to be an epic truck. Yeah. Yeah. I would, uh, I would second on that one. I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but like the new GMs, I still cannot get over like their whole like I think the GMCs look better than the Chevys but mm -hmm. it's just I don't know what's throwing me off maybe it's the fenders maybe it's the mirrors that kind of do this um, I, I just it, I have such a hard time with those trucks I just I I thought for a minute the mirrors were growing on me but they're not they're just so weird I feel like they could get rid of like a whole connection point and make them like nicer I don't know it just doesn't it, they look like an afterthought to me yeah Here, here's my uh, and I know there's people out there that have them and they're great trucks I'm not yeah. trying to bash on them it's just something that I just can't get I, I've just never been like a hard on like GM guy so it's hard for me to like mm -hmm. really embrace that look <laughs> the here's my challenge to some aftermarket auto parts maker figure out a way to retrofit a different style mirror on you know there. what <clears throat> I want to back up because the LML really got me going like warthog like that generation yeah. of truck i love those trucks mm -hmm. like i think that's probably one of the best body styles they ever introduced like the, the later lml's like the, the yeah. 14 16 or 15 yeah. 16 something like that yeah freaking hot those are that i i feel like that's that was the pinnacle of new style front end but old school shaping if you will yeah you know it was it was a big front end but it was still a little boxy. Yeah. Still a little bit rounded, but they like where it needed to have a corner had a corner. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. Yeah. That one really got me going. I really like those trucks. Like Warthog, honestly, was like probably one of my favorite builds we did. That's such a badass truck. It was so cool. So it cool. It took so long to make. <laughs> it took so long to make. And honestly, the, the funny thing about like the Warthog, like nothing against the Warthog or anything like that, the truck itself. Um, but every time we've kind of talked about like, because we, we usually try and rotate, like we do a Ford, a Chevy, and a Dodge, a Ford, Chevy, and a Dodge, as far as like kind of current company truck builds or something like that. Yeah. Every time it comes up where it's like, we should probably get a GM. And the the thing is like, not that nobody here likes GM trucks, but it's like, it's never going to be the Warthog. 
Right. We, we set the bar too high. We for blew our load fantastically on the warthog. That was such. And an now awesome it's like <laughs> we get it now. It's like I don't want to buy a new GM. I just want the warthog. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as like a comfortable truck that you can do some really cool suspension to, like BDS probably makes one of the most badass kits to put on uh, an IFS truck. It gets rid because it gets rid of the IFS. <laughs> It doesn't get rid of the IFS, but you get corner. Oh, I'm sorry, torsion bar. It gets yeah. rid of the torsion bar. That's what I meant to yeah. say. Um, still, I have independent front suspension, but it's a lot better than a torsion bar front suspension. Yeah. But Okay. Yeah. First okay. diesel trucks. Okay. Is this like, because I, I have, well, I guess I'll talk, I'll do both of them. One of them is kind of a, the real answer, and one of them is just kind of like a pave the way. So the very, very, very first diesel truck that I had, like, personal driving on the regular adult experience <clears> with was, and I'm, I'm going to catch a lot of flack for not knowing this for sure, I'm pretty sure it was a 6.9 IDI brick nose. I didn't know you had one of those. Well, it, that's the thing. It wasn't mine. It was, gotcha. The, I was working for a construction company at the time, oh, and okay. that was basically their, their shit truck. And I was the lowest guy on the totem pole to like drive stuff at the dump and everything like that. It was in San Diego and it was it was an automatic, it was gutless as shit. But it was an F three fifty, it had a solid axle in the front, it was a single cab, long bed, like faded gray paint. Yeah. Um and I drove that fairly regularly. I mean yeah. basically anytime I was working for them, I was driving it, and a lot of times I would drive it home for work, so I'd just go to the next morning. Yeah. But it was never actually mine. Yeah. And I never did any maintenance on it or like that. It was basically just that was my first real experience, you know, using it as a tool. Sure. Uh, as far as like my actual first diesel I ever owned, like the title, I had the title. That was my my red truck, my '96. Yeah. I had a '96 uh, uh, Power Stroke FT50. It was a extended cab, long bed, cherry red, beautiful paint. Bought it from the second owner with 102,000 miles on it. With the mud grabs. Well, I put them. I put the mud grabs. No, no. You put the mud grabs. Bet your ass I put mud grabs on that thing. You could hear them before you could see them. Dude, and that wasn't engine. That was all tire. It was all tire. <laughs> I have a. I have to go through my archives, but uh, I have a video of it on the dyno making a screaming like two hundred and four horsepower. <laughs> but all you hear is. And that's not engine. It's like literally it's, there's it's mud grabs on the rollers. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you hear a little. Yeah, turbo. Little yeah. baby turbo trying to keep up, but uh, uh, I miss that truck. I've talked about it before. Um, I absolutely beat the tar out of that thing. Yeah, and it just didn't care. Yeah, it did not care at all. Um, but that's what really got me hooked on on all that. And it was, and honestly, the I knew nothing. I didn't even know what Huey was when I got it. Yeah, I just knew that I was a Ford, and this is this is not uncommon. I feel like for a lot of people when they when they try and buy their first diesel truck, I was like, okay, I like Ford trucks. I've always liked that body style. I'm prone to buying like if I'm going to get an older truck because I can't afford a new one, that's the body style I want. Okay, cool. Then you think to yourself like, well, what diesel do they make? And you start googling or searching like that. Seven three, that's big. And you're like, well, how big are the other ones? It's the biggest. It's the best. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting it. Yeah. A, <laughs> and then the third factor in there, which was since it was a 97, it was pre smog in California for a diesel. Um, so that, that was basically all it took for me to buy one. I was yeah. like, Ford, big ass engine, done. Yeah. I want it. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought it. There you go. Hey. So mine, <clears throat> mine was my 2001 Ram 2500 crew cab short bed. 
five speed, twenty four valve. Um, what was that color? Atlantic blue. Yeah, sport. It was a sport. So I had the mat, paint match bumper, I had a paint match rear bumper. Um, I did so much different shit to that truck. Like if you if you go on our website and look at, uh, we have this part from uh, uh, Glacier Diesel. Well, formerly Glacier Diesel. I think I don't know if the, the intake plenum. They still do we still have it listed as a glacier diesel plenum for the VPs? I think it might be Rattlin. Might be Rattlin truck and trailer. Uh but what's cool is uh I I the owner of I'm just gonna call him Glacier Diesel because that's what they were yeah. back in the day. So he made these intake plenums for VP forty four trucks to kind of open up the the intake area. And uh I got the first one and I did the I'm pretty sure I did uh I had a say in the install instructions. And all the pictures on our website is on my truck. Nice, um, which is which is really cool. Um, and you know, wh- why did I get into that truck? Well, all my buddies, and this is before I worked here. Um, all my buddies had Cummins. They had twelve valves, and I was like, oh, twenty-four valve must be better. Yeah, that's <laughs> wrong. What are you driving? A Galileo twelve or Galileo twenty-four? Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, did, I didn't know pizza places were making engines. Yeah, <laughs> name that movie. Ooh, ooh, I don't even know that one. I'm not gonna say it. Okay. I don't want people to guess it. I'll say um, it at the end. So, um, all my friends had Cummins trucks. Um, I wanted one too, and so I found this. So I found this at like this used car dealership, and I was like, oh, I freaking love that truck. It's a manual transmission. It's exactly what I'm looking for. It's a crew cab. Like, I didn't want a standard cab. I wanted a crew cab, and I wanted a short bed. I'm like, this is a sport truck. It's got paint match bumpers. It's so awesome. Um, I remember going in to, like, negotiate with the guy. And the guy literally, like, he wouldn't budge. And he was, like, telling me, like, oh, you're a young kid. You just don't know. I'm like, dude, I freaking know, bro. Like, I'm trying to make a deal with you right now. Like, this guy wouldn't haggle. I have the hardest time haggling with people maybe it's just like i don't know what i put off Mm -hmm. but even i tell you like when i like sell like used stuff like i'm trying to like haggle with someone and they're like "Hmm, no like what (laughs) come back at me let's let's do this negotiate i could i have the hardest time trying to negotiate with people like i don't know why like i i try but like nobody negotiates back like it's like a you know i'm the only one playing the game (laughs) but anyways i i had to like i had to walk away and then come back and you know do it was pretty it was like the first vehicle that i did like everything all on my own kind of a thing Mm -hmm. which was cool um and then i proceeded to uh change the exhaust on that truck probably 30 times uh different injectors i did nozzles uh quite a few times on that truck um ended up getting it up to around 630 horsepower uh when it was sold Mm -hmm. um I played around with that was my first experience playing around with nitrous, which was really fun. That was a learning experience. Um, I changed out the interior; it had cloth interior. I found a I found a kid with the exact same truck that wanted cloth, and he had leather, black leather. So we swapped out all the seats. So I turned this truck into a leather truck, which mm-hmm. was awesome. Um, yeah, I just uh, had a lot of fun, had too much fun with that truck. Um, yeah, it was it, it was a blast. I I, I kind of missed that truck a little bit, um, but the the one I missed the most was the Mega Cab that I built in my dad's garage, and that's what kind of got me s- stuck on Mega Cabs. Not only because Brian had one too mm-hmm. here, and his was awesome. He actually let me drive it for a while when I was like in between vehicles, which was cool. 
Um, and that's what kind of got me hooked on the mega cabs because that's like my go-to now. I wish I owned a mega cab now, but um, I wanted a long box. So you can't order one with a long box unless you send it somewhere to have it built. But yeah, that was my, that was my first, that was my first. I liked it. I miss it, but not that much. <laughs> I miss other trucks more. <laughs> I have found as a, as a, I've gotten a little older. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm super old by any means, but as I've gotten a little older, the paint schemes on trucks that I once found disgusting and would make fun of, yeah. I see them now and I'm like, <laughs> sick. I want yeah. that. Like when you said that the Atlantic Blue, I'm like, 25-year-old Ben would have been like, Atlantic Blue, that sounds stupid. Yeah. Like, I want, you know, flat black. It's almost like the color of your shirt, but a little, yeah. little darker than your shirt. Yeah. And uh, and now when I see like the, the, like the two-tone Ford OBSs with like the blue, like a nice blue, 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 blue interior. Yeah. I'm like... That's hot. I take that. Yeah. That's tight. <laughs> your pinstriping, though, on your OBS is, like, just second to none. I freaking love that. I just, I love it so much. It's one of those, like, stupid things that, like, most... It's truly, like, a girls will never understand why guys, like, throwing rocks off of stuff. <clears throat> yeah. And, 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 and pinstriping. Pinstriping for some <laughs> reason. It's, it just... if It's not for every truck. No. But your truck... That truck, that fits, and you need to add more pinstriping. If I can find someone that will do it, that makes it look right. Like when I get the flatbed on there, if I, I'm not gonna paint. If like I may bedline some of it or something like that. If I can find someone to like haphazardly throw some like, dude, I'll like patina. I will try it. I will try it. <laughs> if anything, it will be patinaed because we'll, we'll wipe off half of it, but we'll leave the other half. But it'll look like shit. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I want to hear about you guys in the comments there. Sign off and I want to, or sound off, and I want to hear about, you know, which ones had the biggest impact for you. I want to, I'm sure we can't be going ones that that have that face melter on there. Um, But I want to, I want to transition to a word that, uh, or a phrase that you and I made up. You remember last week? Dude, I can hardly remember what I did this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have to refresh. So there's this phenomenon that has two sides for guys like us. And it's when the one we all know is like when something goes wrong on your truck, mm-hmm. you immediately. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember. You just now. go straight to like the worst possible it. thing it could be. The worst. And it could it could just be like. Like you could have a misfire and you'd be like, oh, engine's freaking blown. Yeah. Got blow by. Misfiring yeah. on all cylinders. <laughs> And it's like you you literally just like have one bolt loose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, you know, a you forgot easy. to yeah, you forgot to plug in your injectors or something. You know, yeah. you swapped them out. And, and that's like if you with, you know, twenty minutes of actual diagnosis, it's like a super easy thing. Um but the the other side of that is uh you always assume the worst when something bad happens. But it's the other side of that too is like you, you always think your truck makes more power than it does yeah you never you never you never assume the worst you never like eh. well i'm gonna switch it up on you too because there's also the instance of where you, something happens and you're like oh it's, it's no big deal it's not it's fine like that i know exactly what that is and then you go and look at it and you're like oh shit my engine is <laughs> freaking just yarded <laughs> like it, is, it is tatering yeah this thing is completely destroyed. How is it even moving? <laughs> so the the term that we've come up with this or for this is called worst case itis. Yeah, worst case itis. Yeah, like yep. senioritis, 
worst case scenario, worst case itis. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to hear about other people's worst case itis. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I know that, like, for... I'm sure there's probably some funny ones out there or, like, people... Well, I know the funny one for us is uh, when we took the F-bomb truck to go sled pulling and we broke it. <laughs> Dude, we were... <laughs> We were taking apart all sorts of different crap on that truck, like bunch of idiots. We, if just we would have just idiots, if we would have just because it's a full float rear axle, like if we would have just pulled those bolts off, if we would have just stopped and, f- and actually thought like, about it, thought about it, because I'm gonna be 100 percent honest, we were like hyping each other up on how how much it was effed. Like, yeah, we and were, then we started drinking profusely after yeah, we, we started, got it off the freaking <laughs> sled pole track. Like, like dad's gonna kick our ass. Yeah, might as well get drunk. Yeah, and our dad is a freaking three hundred pound freaking Viking. <laughs> <laughs> like his nickname is Smash. Yeah, like, great. And he's coming here now. Yeah. And like, we can't run, we can't hide. We're in Moses Lake. Where are we gonna go? Yeah, where are we gonna go? <laughs> You can you can either leave Moses Lake in a vehicle or you can die. You like, die. That's there. your option. Yeah. Those are your options. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. If we, we could have like, just took off in the in the five ton and just <laughs> sayonara. Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't even I know how far you. we would have gone with yeah, that. <laughs> that's not very inconspicuous. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> not rolling that through a you know Walmart without yeah. getting everybody to look at you. We, we got to fly under the radar in this five ton, <laughs> this bobbed five ton truck. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's low key, low yeah. key. <laughs> Is it a regular five ton? No, it has an axle chopped off and it's actually got four doors now. Yeah. Oh, so it's like super unique. Yeah, it's like the only one in the northern hemisphere. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, you're not flying under the radar. Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 But yeah, the, if if we had taken like thirty freaking seconds to like watch the video and use normal brain processing because even when you watch the video it goes it's going to see pong pong and you can see the back end like go and like shift because all the tracks are yeah. one wheel because i had a locker and on and then it popped the other <laughs> one and it's like what the f- <laughs> God, it's idiots. so crazy freaking idiots still this is one of those uh moments i look back like you know i feel like the people like played like high school sports like oh that one moment glory days the old glory day if i would have just done that i would have made a varsity and then would have been off to the nfl yeah if i hadn't (laughs) if i hadn't strained my elbow in a in a freak snowball fight with with uh some some illegal immigrants or something (laughs) right yeah if i I hadn't slipped and fell in the shower when i was trying to hop out and save those kids from that burning bus across town I would have gone state. And the, I know we've probably talked about this before, but the best part of that whole thing was I was talking mad shit to everybody in line. Mad shit. Like, it's like the worst case scenario. I was talking to everybody. They're like, what do you got done in your truck? I'm like, everything. <laughs> you name it. Point out a part. It's after. <laughs> like, we did it. So it- <laughs> this is like one of the most embarrassing but freaking hilarious i wish I, I wish i could have seen that like i, <laughs> I, I saw was in it the happen, pits, but yeah. Like, yeah, i wanted to see you just like lay it on thick to everybody yeah oh dude i was like dude i got everything done especially because like i could see how the car like, my confidence level was through the roof i was yeah. like i got freaking arb lockers i got freaking aftermarket rear axle i've got like everything done there's like I'm, nothing that can I'm go geared, wrong i'm, I'm geared i'm on 15 5 wide 40s, 40s. yeah like, <laughs> like let's go yeah it's like oh the embarrassment just hit me hardcore i can just because you got up to the starting line and 
<laughs> didn't Lenny was like, what, uh, what are you going to do? I'm like, I have no idea. He's like, okay, uh, put it in four-wheel drive and put it in third. Yeah. Floor it. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, <laughs> I was I was moving good. I was I know again. I know we talked about it. I have to keep on reliving it because it was like it's my glory days, my glory days. So I don't know if we'll actually end up getting in trouble for it or not, but I kind of want to post the video on our Instagram because it's enough time has passed where it's like no longer a thing in my opinion. Well, we don't have to say what it had. No, but so when this episode comes, does Ricky still on that track? Yeah. Okay. So when this episode comes out, I will post the video on Instagram. It's not a very good video. And honestly, it's probably one of the most uh, non-exciting sled pull videos yeah. because it was emissions intact. So all you hear is like a little bit of motor and some wheel and a little bit of crowd. And then you hear pong pong and a whole bunch of oh. Yeah. <laughs> and that was nobody in the crowd. That was me inside the truck, and he got that on video. Yeah. <laughs> Watching emissions intact truck sled pull is like you. the guy in the back It's like, give it more throttle, just speaking slightly loud. Yeah. Everybody can hear him. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's quiet. Give it, give it more. Yeah. <laughs> Feet of the arse. And I'm in the truck like 100 yards away going, it's fully floored. <laughs> it's torqued. Leave me alone. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll post that one up because... Uh, and again, I'm not trying to feed your glory days ego or anything like that, no. but the class that you were in and what you were pulling, I could have won. You were f- fucking moving. Man. I know. Like I you know. were absolutely yanking that thing down. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. And we didn't. <laughs> we didn't even air down. No. We literally <laughs> plenty of traction. Yeah. It was like lockers, front, rear. Let's go. We drove the truck there. Didn't yeah. even drop tire pressure. Tire pulls up. Or tire pulls up to the starting line. Beep, beep, boop, click, 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 click. <laughs> Dude, I swear, I wish you were in the pits with me when I was talking to everybody that was asking. Because, like, it's a truck that you look at and you're like, okay, that's a cool-ass new Ford. Like, that's yeah. badass. And I'm just like, everything has been done. <laughs> I am immortal. And the, the biggest thing about that was that we were, you know, we were pumping ourselves up pretty hard there because yeah, i'm like i'm gonna win <laughs> because at that point <laughs> when they went to the the new rear ends in the ford truck the m275s which was in most of them there were there weren't gears available for that mm-hmm. for till like 2018 or 19 and these trucks were being bought you know in mid of 2016 yeah which was hilarious when you think about it so all these newer trucks the newer Illumina duties when they came out everybody rolling around that was on like 37s 40s 42s or whatever if you were geared proper or if you were just that was like and those trucks were not slow but they were all of them were under geared yeah it was one of those things like the gears were not available so the only way you could get proper gearing if you had larger tires was to at that point put a different axle on there and that's why we had a pro arc 80 in the back yeah because we needed four was it 430s that we had in there or 436s 48s maybe we were in 40s. Four, we were probably 48s. Yeah. We tend to we tend to go high on that side because yeah. they were not 513s no so they were probably 48s yeah um but yeah, I mean, up until the, the gears became commonly available, it's like uh, every Illumina duty on the on the road right now with bigger tires, yeah, it's not geared right. Yeah, like it's slim pickings, go smoke them. Yeah, and they're all going to think something's wrong. Yeah, it, you know. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to post that one up. We'll see how much hate we get. The on there. The, the 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 worst. Well, the be- I don't know if this is the worst or the best part, but if if what had happened didn't happen. Like that, yeah. that's what I always think back of. Like it shouldn't have happened, but it did. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm, we're lucky that that's all that happened. 
But at the same time, I'm like, God, man, if I would just had like, well, do you know, if I could have done it one more time, do you know where it would have broke? Well, UCC. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, was that we, after? Yeah. It was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We, uh, it was UCC 2018, <clears throat> I think, or something like that. Um, we took that truck and entered it into the, like the B class, which is the alternates. And, uh, it was hilarious. <laughs> Didn't they kick you out? They tried to kick us out like so many times, and they ended up succeeding because we were uh, we were overweight for the sled pull. That's so stupid. And I was I mean, every every meeting. Nothing against the UCC guys. I'm sure they were trying to make sure everything was exciting. No one wanted to watch a quiet truck on 40s spank everybody in its class, <laughs> which was not. I'm, but the the part that was. Okay. I think it's kind of honestly kind of like a little shame on them because because it's like a um, like for pu- publicity and in sh- you know in videos and that kind of thing like look at this truck especially with like the EPA stuff going down because that was like I want to say probably starting to happen a little bit it, it like was good, were, yeah it was real it was on the precipice everybody was yeah on eggshells, yeah you know? so I mean if they would have known then what we know now like should have just let it go like yeah it's overweight but these guys got like literally triple the horsepower yeah like all of them <laughs> let's just see what, like and we were and they're like one of the excuses they gave was you know maybe they just didn't want to have the competitors feel bad because one of them <laughs> one of them was like that but they, the other thing they said was like we just we don't want you to embarrass yourself and, and me and cooper were in the <laughs> meeting were like look at us we don't give a shit yeah okay go ahead we'll be embarrassed yeah i'll eat the shit like <laughs> right. fine yeah. whatever so yeah these these yahoos blew it up the first pass at a sled pole yeah. like and where we started getting knocked on pretty hard was the fact that we like we weren't last yeah <laughs> like these guys are supposed to be in last place but they're not and they're like they, in like third place right now so i will say we weren't in last because a lot of the trucks kept breaking yeah and it is if you think about it it's kind of a war of attrition but at the other side of that we're kind of like hey like also guys you know what we did we uh we drove this truck here pulling a trailer yeah <laughs> we unhooked the trailer uh, left it in the tow tune <laughs> and see, dropped tire so, pressure and folded in the mirrors for the drag race yeah it still ran like a 14-1 or something <laughs> like that see that's why they call like them calling it the ultimate call out challenge there's no calling out that's happening in the be- well, to be in the premier class or the, like the top class, yes, you have to basically be invited. Yeah. And originally, like when the when the UCC thing first came out, yeah, there were letters that like went out to certain people that got called out. Right, but at like, why not have the guy that's got all the emissions intact? That's got a, a, a truck that's got suspension, axle stuff, not much engine stuff other than what it had like a calibrated tune on it or something like that. It uh, had PPEI tuning and yeah. a. Uh, no limit fab water to air intercooler, probably an SMB intake, SMB intake, MBRP, but just basic exhaust. stuff. And then going up against stock fuel, everything, yeah, going up against guys that have like a hundred thousand dollars plus into these trucks. I think that's more interesting than anything else. And it also, I think, makes these other people kind of second guess their <laughs> what they're doing. Well, and the, the other side of that, too, it's like, well, let's you know. Yeah, we'll be the laughing laughing stock, but let's you know all these guys. They put a lot of hard work on these trucks. Like, let's see how much they do spank us. Yeah, like, this is yeah, yeah. You get your money's worth, right? This is basically everything you can do off the shelf to this truck. These guys are basically running trucks where nothing is off the shelf. Yeah, like I'm talking billet blocks. And yeah, let's see how like good. Der- they I know are. Derek Rose has that billet block, doesn't he? That yeah, full, like the things for one, it's gorgeous. 
like it's you just want to like put it on your wall or put it in your living room but like there's a ton of money that goes in those trucks to make yeah. them do what they do I feel like like they're like they build these like basically like drag trucks that are just adapting for other mm-hmm. <laughs> other other uh, like the sled pole and well, uh, does, does, does ultimate call have the no that's uh, I'm thinking I'm thinking uh, diesel power challenge mm-hmm. never mind the, yeah the, the backing trailer up and fuel mileage challenge and correct yeah it's diesel power challenge yeah but yeah that that was our experience at UCC yeah it's it was interesting yeah but uh yeah it, it was funny watching that truck on the quarter mile because it was like all you hear is just tire yeah and it's sticky because again 14 five wides i'm sorry 15 well, on an actual racetrack on actual sticky a sticky shit. prepped yeah. racetrack yeah launching in four-wheel drive yeah and i don't i care i know that we had it in our own video because cameron was there with us but in the video it's like cooper so what are you driving here that's our 17 power stroke you know fully you know emissions intact we did this 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 and this to it dude what'd you get what'd you do to get ready for this race and you see him like press the button for the mirrors and they go (laughs) and then you see him and he's like you see him like dropping some tire pressure (laughs) and then click click lockers and then four-wheel drive we're race ready yeah (laughs) let's go yeah seriously (laughs) i think they're um I think diesel power challenge is probably one of the closest ones to this, but I think there would be, it would be cool. And we should have probably talked about this with Adam because he's doing, you know, diesel mm-hmm. events and whatnot, but I have an actual like everyday man challenge. You know what I'm saying? Like where it's like you run what you brung. There's no, there's no classes, but it has to be a street legal truck, mm-hmm. like all 50 state street legal truck um, that has to have a hitch and it has to be four wheel drive or something you know what i mean like mm-hmm. something like along those lines where where because it'd be i'd be interested to know like to see that you, you don't have to have the highest horsepower truck to like be to win you know right. as far as whatever these events would be but it'd be like more of an everyday mm-hmm. type of thing like maybe fuel mileage wind towing like have them all you know i don't know just things like that like make it more kind of like a like an open everyday person kind of well i think that's what they tried to do because but then what i'm trying like to say is like make it win. more towards a reliability versus mm. just sheer power right so like you have to build a reliable truck so to do something like that in my opinion now it becomes a more of almost like an ultimate adventure type thing yeah kind of it's like you start off in one but place. have it be a competition though. yeah like you start off in one place everybody you know or like a rocky mountain race week type thing yeah you start in one place you know everybody toes you know or you almost make it a combination that you really want to get down to it where it's like everybody has side-by-sides you know all right guys this is going to be a side-by-side diesel Oof, i think i might just struck gold here i'm just saying okay let's hear it all right picture this an adventure series that starts off and you know point a ends in point b whether it goes across two states three states stays in a region i don't know but it's you know your tow rig and your side by side and the competition is twofold you there is a competition amongst the tow rigs as you're going around but then also at these locations there is competitions with the side by side whether it's a race whether it's a rock crawl or something like that and you know you stop at say a drag strip you know mm-hmm. maybe you you have a eighth mile drag in your side by side maybe they have a dirt drag there you can do a dirt drag in your side by side okay and then a drag with your tow rig and it's all these things where basically they coincide we're like mm-hmm. a lot of these diesel heads are also 
side by side, you know, the rear like railing around side by sides. Yeah. So imagine, you know, you know, you driving your truck with, you know, your your side by side rack. Side by side. If it's on a rack, then it's on a rack. I mean, it's <laughs> right? gonna, you're gonna no trailer to, to tow at that no point. To tow. Like all you have to do is like you have to get to point A with your side by side. Doesn't matter how you haul it, whether you're gonna haul your fifth wheel, whether you're gonna haul just a basic trailer mm-hmm. or a side by side rack. Like mm-hmm. you just have to get it there, and then that's how you that. And then that, but that you have to compete with it that way. However, it is, and it's also camping. When you get to these places, Ooh. when you get to these places. But it's, every, it's so, not hotels. It's, yes, yes, okay. So you with your so side-by-side. So I would get side. screwed because I would have a side-by-side and then towing a trailer as well. But you would. I feel like every competition, whatever you would do, you'd have to compete with your whole setup. Yeah, so if you did... So anything it, with the truck is your whole setup. Yeah, if your truck and you're drag racing, then you're, you know, your <laughs> side-by-side's on top. And, now, and, and for you, do you, notice that you don't have to have your trailer on there. You don't have to sleep in a trailer. Right, I can sleep in the truck. Or... So I could, or you ready for this? Put a small rooftop tent on your side by side. Hell no! Hell no! <laughs> Can you Hell imagine no. your truck with the side by side with a rooftop tent? Oh god, it would, it would look ridiculous. And for one, I would hate myself every time I got on that rooftop tent and be like, "This is so stupid." Hey, this is. <laughs> You'd be laughing all the way to the winter circle. Yeah, no, I don't know about that. <laughs> I would sleep in the back of the truck, or like you could make it to where. Oh yeah, you can get a hotel room, but we deduct ten points. For every hundred dollars you spend on like amenities, like there'd have to be some sort of, I don't know, maybe we're just coming up with our own diesel event here, and we're, we're, that's what's going to take us to the next level. <laughs> we're going to host this weird diesel event across the country. That'd be freaking. Do you know what I thought of would be really fun as for like a adventure thing? <clears throat> I don't even know if this would be possible, and I'm only saying this because I got a side by side, and I think this would be cool. If you could do like, it doesn't even have to be a race, but like try to like drive a side-by-side on off-road roads from east coast to west coast like could you get across the country on back roads could you could you i don't think you could make it all the way but there would have to be like could you though i don't think so you, you don't would, think i think you would eventually intersect some sort of roadblock like, or or a highway or highway or, like or something a, like a paved road where you would have to like like, I think it would be one of those things where, like, yes, you're going to hit paved roads, but you can only, like, basically, like, perpendicularly cross them. You can't get on and ride and come off. Yeah, like, you have yeah. To, like, and you just have to get over and out. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I think that would be, that'd be, that'd be kind of cool to see, like, wow, we made it across the country on back roads. And How that, epic would that be? Who can do it the fastest? Like a cannonball run meets off-road adventure. The fastest with the least amount of road crossings. Yeah. You get, you get time added for road crossings that you hit yeah so it's like you'd be advantageous to stay off the road how much planning would have to go into something like that like, that'd be so intense it'd be so intense well here's the thing you can either do a lot of planning or <clears throat> do you what i think minimal okay. and just go fast as hell <laughs> so, yeah since we're talking about like uh things that probably won't happen but would be cool so if let's say me and you got a challenge we have to go to florida to pick up a something something heavy mm-hmm. okay and we we find a truck that's like sub five thousand dollars this is like very kind of like almost like a um almost like a kind of like a top gear kind of challenge mixed with like dirt every day mixed with roadkill kind okay. of a thing okay like we have to start where we're at here we have to find a cheap diesel 
that we have to then make it to like somewhere really far to pick up a trailer to haul back. Like, and there'd be like maybe some like stops that we have to stop at, you know, something like mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. along those lines. I think that'd be freaking hilarious. And that'd be freaking fun. <laughs> like, could you imagine like, <laughs> or even if it was like two vehicles, like you pick one and I pick one and we, <laughs> we try to, we try to get there. No, I think we, we would have to do the same. Do it together. Like, yeah. Maybe together. Dude, that'd yeah. be freaking awesome. I don't want to be sitting there with my truck broken. Like, no, we, yeah. we have to figure it out together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And it would have to be a truck that we both don't want. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, not one of us has to be like, oh, yeah, that, that let's do that one. No. Like, it has Tyler to be, doesn't know I secretly love this truck. Yeah. <laughs> no, it can't. We have to be completely upfront. Like, no, I this truck freaking sucks. So basically, and if we both say, yeah, this truck is bullshit. Oh, that's the one. You know what we just created? Huh? The 6-4 Challenge. It would have to be cheaper than that, though, because people still That's ask true. a little. Okay. Like I'm talking, so it'd have to be like either a six nine, seven three, six five, six five, uh, maybe uh, possibly a first gen if it was cheap enough. But that's even pushing it. Mm-hmm. But it'd have to be like an old shit or like a seven three with a butt ton of miles, like your like your blue truck. I'll like, be honest, <laughs> I, I I would trust my if it was well like, now i would yeah now. i would trust my blue truck to do that i would probably i mean i'd have some breakdowns along the way i'm sure i'd like blow a brake line or something like that power steering hose dude that would be an epic video series if we did that mm-hmm. like took your blue truck and go oh here's what we're doing we got to make it to freaking louisiana to pick up this trailer mm-hmm. here's what we got we got hand tools here's what happened <laughs> Like, it'd be kind of fun, right? Like, could you imagine some of the shit we'd run into? Like, <laughs> we'd probably end up fighting each other. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it makes good TV. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'd put mug wraps on it just to make noise. <laughs> I would freaking shoot you in the face and slash all those tires. I'd be like, what are you doing? Good luck trying to slash a mug grab, bro. <laughs> the sidewall is like four inches thick. Yeah. It's like trying to slash a tire on a friggin' forklift. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Oh, anyways, wow, this one's spinning out of control. Just like well, they all do. That's uh, why you guys listen, right? Yeah, just so you know, trademarking all those ideas, copyright. Yeah, yeah, if that ends up that happening in the next, you know, month or two, that's our idea. We want to cut. All rights reserved. Uh, please contact Ben or Tyler at Diesel Power Products for permission to use our ideas. Yeah. <laughs> That's official too. We got lawyers involved. Stamped. We don't. Yeah. I took one aviation law class. Qualified. Qualified. <laughs> Stamped. All right, everybody. That's going to about wrap this one up. We really appreciate everybody listening and perfect timing. In. By the perfect way, perfect timing. Yeah, barley juice is just about out. Uh, keep those Instagram questions coming. I'm going to keep marking them off one by one, and we're going to get through all of them, and we're going to learn more. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we're all going to be better for it. Hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) Uh, And remember, don't get worst case-itis. Don't. Yes. Consult your local doctor, rules, physicians, whatever. There's probably a pill for that. There's got to be a pill for that. (laughs) It's going to wrap this one up. See you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.